0: One of the boys sitting behind me leans forward. Nice boots, he says with a smirk. Totally hot. That sets them laughing again. Very funny, I mutter. A small pain starts forming behind my eyes. I reach for my mp3 player as a girl slides into the seat beside me. Josh, stop being such a jerk. It's our neighbor, Callie. Mom introduced me to Callie and Mrs. Kylo in the grocery store last weekend. Callie's tall, and her curly brown hair sticks out from under the Larson's feed cap jammed on her head. Ignore Josh. He's studying to be a human but keeps failing the test. She flashes me a wide smile, but I'm still too embarrassed about the boots to return it. Then she looks down at my feet. The bus came earlier than you thought it would, didn't it? Someone who understands. Maybe some of the other kids will, too. I shuffle my feet, as if that will make the boots disappear. I was collecting eggs and petting butterscotch when the bus came. You name your hens? My mind spins. Is that a bad thing, a good thing? Just one of them. We used to name ours, too, but hens don't live that long. If they have names, it's easier to get attached to them, and then it's sadder when they die. It's also hard to eat something with a name. My eyes widen. I'd never thought about that. Will Mom or Dad one day serve me butterscotch chicken soup? How are your sheep? Kelly asks. I love sheep, but Dad won't let me get any. I guess they're okay. Josh guffaws behind us. Boots raises sheep. I turn to face Josh, marveling at his long eyelashes. My jaw tightens. Don't call me Boots. He grins. Hey, what's the only thing dumber than a sheep? He elbows the boy next to him. The farmer that raises him. Very funny, I snap, whirling around to face the front of the bus. Ignore him, Callie says. So how many bucks do you have? I swallow. How many bucks do we have? My parents don't discuss money with me. I take a deep breath and let it out. How many bucks does one farm really need? Callie shudders. Only one, of course. They smell so terrible that some days one is too many. I don't know how you can stand it. Oh, Buck, male goat i can't i say jersey stinks like a dumpster the school bus reaches Melbourne and drives through a neighborhood with three-story houses perched on each corner of the block we pass my favorite the house i noticed when mom and dad first gave me a tour of Melbourne. it's light blue and has burgundy trim with soft pink highlights running along the roof and porch mom says it's a queen anne style house but it looks like a castle When I grow sad about living in our run-down farmhouse with its moldy basement and rippling kitchen floor and water-stained ceilings, I imagine living in one of those turrets. A girl my age comes out the front door and waves to someone inside. Her long black hair sways as she walks, and she's wearing a blue suede skirt and matching sandals. I doubt there is chicken poop on the bottom of her footwear. She climbs on the bus and walks to the back. Five minutes later, the bus squeals to a stop in front of the Melburg Middle School, an old two-story brick building. Here we are, Callie announces. I hurry off the bus and push through the crowd before Josh can tease me again. Maybe no one will notice the boots. The hallways are dark and narrow, lined with battered tan lockers. The walls are plastered with self-esteem posters and sports schedules. When Mom registered me last week, I was assigned a locker, given my class schedule, and introduced to the principal, Mr. Mayburn. I stash my pack in my locker, find my way to room 135, and take the first empty seat. The girl behind me smiles. I love your skirt, but will it pass the Mayburn test? The what? The tall man standing at the front of the room taps his desk with a ruler to get our attention when everyone is quiet he says my name is mr suarez and i'll be your teacher for team time every morning i'll take attendance and hand out information about school activities he considers the list on his clipboard looks around the room and starts checking off names